The following chapter of History of Words contains lots and lots of foul language. Listener discretion is advised. Nobody even tells you when you're a kid what the words are that you're supposed to avoid. You have to say them to find out which ones they are. Shit! <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> that's two. Oh, ma, that's enough trial and error, huh? Please, Ma, give me a list, huh? All right, you're six years old now, and here's the list of words your dad and I don't ever want to hear you say. It's 1972, and comedian George Carlin is on stage recording his latest comedy album. He's about to launch into a bit that will live in infamy. Between record sales and frequent replay on the Dr. Demento show, the Dirty Seven will bring the foulest of language to the recorded medium. Somebody told you that shit. They told you better. better not say At the time George performed this bit, you really couldn't even say these words on television. Let's listen to a bit of his show before we go into the history of the Dirty Seven. They called them bad words, dirty, filthy, foul, vile. Vulgar, coarse, in poor taste, unseemly, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, barracks talk, body, naughty, saucy, raunchy, rude, crude, lewd, lascivious, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off color, risque, suggestive. Cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. I'm Paul Elvis. And this is History of Words. Chapter 7. The Dirty Seven. Ah, the Dirty Seven. Shit, piss, fuck, on cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Let's go through them in that order. Shit. The word shit is believed to have come from the Old English word shaita, which means feces. It is also thought to be related to the Old Norse word skita, which had the same meaning. Shit is everywhere. Author Justine Avery wrote a children's book called Everybody Poops, and indeed, everybody and almost everything poops, from human beings to cats and dogs all the way down to microscopic bacteria. Everybody poops. But that's not what I mean by shit is everywhere. I mean shit has become such a versatile word with various meanings. As a noun, I stepped in some shit on the sidewalk. As an interjection, shit, I left my keys at home. As an adjective, that was a shit movie. As a verb, I have to go shit. As an expression of excitement, that concert was the shit. As an expression of disappointment, that other concert was shit. To express disbelief or surprise, oh shit. As an expression of disappointment, this is some shit. As a general term of contempt, that's some bullshit. 
as a general term of emphasis. I don't give a shit. Or, I am high as shit. As a term to refer to drugs. I'm gonna score some shit. Take a shit is another one. <laughs> take a shit? You don't take a shit, you leave a shit. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Piss. The word piss is believed to have come from the Middle English word pisse, P-I-S-S-E, which was derived from the Old French word pisse, P-I-S-S-E-R. Both of these words refer to the act of urinating. It is also thought to have evolved from the Proto-Germanic word pissan, P-I-S-S-A-N, which also meant urination. The word was first recorded in English in the late 14th century and over time it came to be used as a vulgar slang term for urination or as a general term of contempt. It isn't just shit everywhere folks, there's piss everywhere too. And I don't mean in the alleys downtown. Piss has a wide range of uses in the English language including As a noun, I need to take a piss. As a verb, he was caught pissing in public. As an adjective, he was really piss drunk. As an interjection, piss off. As an expression of disappointment, that was a piss poor performance. As an expression of anger, I am so sick of your piss poor attitude. As a term to refer to something considered weak or inferior, this beer is piss water. As a general term of contempt, he's a piss poor excuse for a human being. Or you may have heard someone referring to a poor person by saying he doesn't have a pot to piss in. It is believed to have originated in the 1800s and refers to the idea that someone who is wealthy would have enough money to buy a chamber pot. That's a small container used for urination. The next word is the dirtiest of the seven. It's the one you are least likely to say in front of your mom. Space Force! Ah, I played the wrong jingle, fuck. Ah, here it is. Fuck. The word fuck is considered a profanity and has a very old and complex etymology. Its origin is not entirely clear and there are several theories about where it comes from. One theory is that it comes from the Old English word fuke, F-U-K-E, which means to have sexual intercourse. Another theory is that it comes from the Germanic word fukjan, F-U-K-J-A-N, which means to strike or move quickly. The word fuck has been used in English since the 15th century, but it was considered a taboo word and wasn't commonly used in polite society. It was used primarily in a sexual context, but over time its usage has broadened and it is now often used as a general term of contempt or as an intensifier. As a verb, I'm gonna fuck you. As an adjective, that's some fucked up shit. As an interjection, fuck. As an expression of anger, I am so fucking mad at you right now. He's a fucking idiot. As an expression of disappointment, this is some fucking bullshit. As a term to refer to something considered bad or of poor quality, this movie is a fucking disaster. As a general term of emphasis, I don't really give a fuck about that. As an expression of surprise, what the fuck? 
In Canada, it is used often as an intensifier. You can say it is cold, but if it's really cold, you say it's cold as fuck. But not if your mom is around. You also might not want to use our next word when your mom's around. The next word generally shouldn't be used, especially in reference to a woman. Some speech Nazis even refer to it as hate speech. But as this is an intellectual podcast where we cover etymology and the history of all words, we won't shy away from speaking about any word or topic. Fuck that. And by the way, to our regular listeners, don't be alarmed by today's episode. Swear words won't be a part of this show. I'll be keeping vulgarity to separate chapters like this one, and they will be clearly marked as explicit. We'll put a warning at the beginning like this one does. Let us move on to word number four of seven. Cunt. The word cunt is considered a highly offensive and vulgar term for women's genitals. It's also considered a highly offensive and taboo word. The origin of the word is not entirely clear, but it is believed to have originated in the Proto-Germanic Kunta, K-U-N-T-A, which was also a derogatory term for a woman. However, that's not its only use in modern day. For example, I've worked with some Irish lads, and when the ladies aren't present, and it's just the lads, you know, having a pint, playing some cards, they might refer to each other as cunts. For example, Hey, do you cunts want me to pick up some beer on the way there? Other than that Irishism, which basically means mates or a group of people, I really can't think of any other use for the word that isn't derogatory to women. The word generally isn't used in public or as liberally and in such a versatile manner as the first three, which in case you forgot were shit, piss, and fuck. Number five of the dirty seven used to be exclusively a homophobic slur. But like many of these other words, it has found a place in our vocabulary. I'll let Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys start this one off. Power, stand fucking back. I'll show you the fucking power, baby. Give her hell, Bubs. I'll show you some fucking power right now. Here we go. The origin of the word is not entirely clear, but it is believed to have originated in the United States in the 1900s as a slang term. It is used as a derogatory term for a man who is perceived to be weak or subservient, or to refer to a man who performs oral sex on another man. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Though its origins may have been homophobic, it is rarely used in that way today and used more often as an interjection all the time, as we hear Bubbles on the Trailer Park Boys exclaim whenever something bad happens to him. Bubbles isn't being homophobic, he's just really pissed off. However, that doesn't stop the speech police and many consider this word as hate speech. Many of the tools I use to research history of words flat out would not give me any results calling this word hate speech. I bet you some of them even reported me to the authorities as a hate speech criminal. Oh no! Anyways, let's move on to number 6 of 7. Motherfucker The origin of this word is not entirely clear, but it is believed to have originated in the United States in the 20th century as a slang term. The speech Nazis also consider this word hate speech. I wonder what other words, thoughts, ideas, or politics will be considered hate speech one day, but I digress. Motherfucker is used as a general term of contempt, or as an intensifier. 
Even the most polite and well-spoken person might shout motherfucker if they hit their thumb with a hammer. Which one is it? It's the one that said bad motherfucker. And lastly, we move on to number seven. A word which I agree with George Carlin doesn't even belong on this list. Tits. Well, tits is on the end of the list. Shit, this fucking cocksucker motherfucker. Tits. And you know it doesn't belong on that list. I mean, it really doesn't belong in with that kind of heavyweight filth. Tits isn't dirty. Tits is cute name. Cute thing, cute idea. Great fun. Good name. Tits, hey, tits sounds like a friend. It sounds like a nickname, doesn't it? Hey, tits, come here, man. Hey, tits, I want you to meet toots. Tits, this is toots. Toots, tits. Tits, cute word, nice word. I love a word that spells the same forwards and backwards like tit. Don't you think it's so cute when a word is spelled the same forwards and backwards? I always wished my name was Otto. Just so I could walk backwards and yell my name, you know? Otto! 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 Well, I had strange dreams. But the word tit is on the list because you can't say it on television. You can't say tit. Imagine that. Can't say tits. You can say boobs. Boobs spell the same forwards and backwards, too. <laughs> boobs is all right. You can't say tits, but you can say boobs. In fact, boobs is an answer now on Match Game. I had boobs, Gene. Boobs, $200. Tits, $200 fine, maybe. You can't say tits. You can say teats. Teats is all right, providing you're on at 5 in the morning and a cow is your guest. But you can't say jugs and you can't say knockers, you know. That's right, Danny. Pull on the cow's knockers. Right, grab a knocker in each hand, that a boy. Now alternate knockers, good deal. Can't say that. Tits, tits sounds like a snack, you know. Well, I know what you're thinking, but tits sounds almost, it sounds Nabisco to me. It sounds like Nabisco has, has reserved that name. Because tits sounds like a thing at a party. Pass the tits, would you be? Say, those things are responding. I tell you, Nabisco is leaving money on the table by not having manufactured a snack called Nabisco tits by now. The word tits is a slang term for the female breasts. It is considered somewhat vulgar, but not as offensive as some of our other words today. The origin of the word is thought to be rooted in the Old English word tite, T-I-T-T-E, which referred to a small, insignificant thing. Over time, the word came to refer specifically to the female breasts, and it was used as a slang. Some ways the word tits is used. As a noun, she's got nice tits. As a term to refer to something considered good or attractive. That party was the tits. And when something goes wrong, you could say it went tits up. Cocksucker! And there you have it, the Dirty Seven. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That was fun, but please don't cancel me. But, you know, if you have any complaints about this episode, please send them to newsroom at me.com. I never checked that account. Seriously, though, if you enjoy History of Words, please support us with either your time, talent, or your treasure. Time. Time, well, if you've already spent time listening, you've obviously given us your time, and thank you. 
But you can also take the time to follow us on x.com. Our podcast's username is History of Words 2. That's History of Words 2. Talent. If you have a specific talent, whether it's writing, singing, or perhaps you're Disney's Mark Griffiths, the voice of Wrexham, and you want to co-host the show and talk about the etymology of the word soccer, please contact us on x.com. Oh, and I'm not joking. Mark Griffiths is going to join us to talk about the etymology of football and soccer. I just know he's really busy right now with the Wrexham season, so I asked him to come on after the, you know, after Wrexham, fingers crossed, gets promoted again. Now, um, where were we? Oh yeah, time, talent, or treasure. You can offer to History of Words to help us continue. Uh, where were we? Treasure, treasure. If you'd like to buy us a coffee or help us pay for the time and gear that we put into the show, please click the tip jar link in the show notes or visit historyofwordspodcast.com to donate. It's winter in Canada and I'm back to producing the show. Chapter 8 will be out soon. Until then... I'm Paul Elvis. And this is History of Words. History of Words is written, produced, and narrated by me, Paul Elvis. Original theme song composed and performed by Jeff Smith. Ship is fucking cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs>